Remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder, treason, and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerd is a New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Uh, Joe Blow, the lover man, with my co-host. This is Eli, the Red Menace. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And we're back with another episode, and a lot of stuff we're going to get to jam-packed to the brim. And uh, I guess we're going to start off with the with the sad news we got to start off with. We had a, a celebrity die this week. We had another celebrity death. Yeah. Uh, 2019 will not go without making his presence known and it's one of a comedy legends that you know we all grew up on and we we love and it was uh john witherspoon aka pops for all you know you may not know his name but you know his face you know his voice you know his uh wardrobe you know everything about him you know you've seen him yeah. before. yeah this one this one uh, this one hurts <laughs> yeah, I mean, because we we grown up with him for a long time. Like he's he was on Def Comedy Jam, like the original Def Comedy Jam was back in the nineties. He was on there, um, uh, pretty much every black comedy movie he was in, especially <laughs> during the nineties. I mean, House Party Three, yeah. you know, Boomerang, Soul Plane. He was in oh, all these Friday. <laughs> so, so that's the thing. Yeah, he was Friday Pops. Uh, Wayans, what was that show? The Wayans Brothers. He that was, was he was a. Uh, Public Enema. Well, that was in on House Party, wasn't that? <laughs> yeah, he was. He, I, oh, to well, I think he was on House Party three. I think he was just on House Party three, but he was hilarious in that, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Vampire in Brooklyn. Even though that technically wasn't a comedy, <laughs> but he was funny as fucking that one anyway. So yeah, Meteor Meteor Man. Wasn't he a Meteor Man? Was he Meteor Man? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he was. He might have been a Meteor Man. <laughs> Ooh, but like I said, he the been first in- black superhero movie. <laughs> Oh man, they keep saying that. I, wait, didn't Blank Man didn't Blank Man beat that? Was Blank Man out before that? I don't know. We need we need a fact checker on the show. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm the fact checker. I should do my fucking job. Fact I'll look that up later. Uh, yeah, and then like I said, one of my favorite roles that he did that he was Granddad on the Boondocks. Yep. You know, so cause I mean, basically every time you hear Granddad on a voice, it's him. That's what you hear because his voice is so distinctive. You know, uh, which is really gonna be weird because they're bringing Boondocks back. Yeah, it's gonna be sad now. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a HBO Max exclusive or something like that. I, something that I heard, and it's not somebody you can replace. You know. No, no, he was. Uh, yeah, Granddad. Yeah, new shoes, new shoes. <laughs> Because there was so much of his personality in that character as a thing. Like yeah. when you, even though the character Robert Freeman didn't look like him, you heard, you know, you heard uh, John Witherspoon. So it was, it was a thing. Um, yeah, like so we're not gonna break, go too long about it, but just wanted to miss, make sure we just mentioned it. So rest in peace to John Witherspoon, aka Pops. Yeah. 
It's gonna be Good tough because they're still trying to make a another Friday movie, so no, no telling what they're gonna do with that. So yeah. they've been saying it for the last twenty years. Uh what have we got? Uh Eli last November. Is it November already? It's November. We got two months left. Oh. In in the end of this decade. Are you doing no nut November again? Uh we'll see. <laughs> We'll I see was, how today goes. We'll see how today goes. I was the the, the first night of November. Uh, was like five hours in, sitting there like <laughs> I'm twitching. Like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll do like uh for everybody that don't know, watch the Jerry Seinfeld episode of the contest. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's on Hulu. That's basically what No Nut November is. Every time I hear about No Nut November, I keep thinking about that Jerry Seinfeld episode. To me, that is the funniest Seinfeld episode of all time. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> John, John. <laughs> I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> At my age, if I don't use it, it ain't going to work no more. So I got to, you know. Like, like a car with an oil change, you know. Yep, I got to keep, 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 keep the pipes flowing. <laughs> oh, what were we talking about? So that, yeah, that's that. November, uh, like I said, this is the, the year of Blade Runner. Happened in November 2020. Oh, that's no, 2019, right. yeah. So we got we don't have flying cars. We don't. But we got no, no November. So we don't got robots that look like Well, do we? Human. We have robots, but not like that human. Like fuckable. Not that robots. human. You know. Well, I suppose they can be fuckable, but like you're hard up. That's like hard up desperate. You know. Yeah, like you gotta really use your <laughs> imagination. You know, <laughs> not like those robots. Not like those robots. Like Sean Young was Sean Young one of the robots or something? She was one of Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Okay. Robots yeah, see, that, that you couldn't you... tell were robots. Yeah, you don't have to use your imagination with Daryl Hannah in the '80s. You just like, Ugh, if I think hard enough. You know? Yeah. Oh, uh, what else we got? Uh, oh yeah, the chicken sandwich and Popeyes is back. Newsflash, everybody. Uh, line's still wrapped around the block if you're trying to get one. Oh, and the McRib is back. What is it about the? What is it? Is it their sauce? What is it about okay, there? I don't, it's the advertisement. That's what it is. I want to urge everybody, please do not eat the McRib. <laughs> Nastiest shit ever. It's not even real food. <laughs> I looked up the ingredients of it. It's like the same shit they use to like, you know, make uh, pad the walls of asbestos in schools. It's plywood. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's like barbecue styrofoam. <laughs> It's sheetrock. <laughs> right. Like, don't pay money for this shit. It's not even real food. Please don't eat the McRib. <laughs> you know the fucked up part of, like, you can see McRib on the TV, you know, like, they got the bones in there? Like, they show the bone? Oh, they it's just not shot real it. bone. Yeah, it's it's meat, meat product. That's <laughs> right. the ingredient. It's not even meat. That's the thing. Meat product. <laughs> yeah, so that's it's how very public- well, <laughs> Simpsons, where she's... She's grinding up the what's it the wrestling mats? There's very there's very very <laughs> little grinding up a wrestling these, mat. What? I missed these, that episode. In these gym mats, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it is. Do, do you serve anything without meat? Possibly the meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, whatever you do, don't don't eat the McRib. That's supposed to serve now. We we hopefully we will save a life. Debbie and say, can we move on to the actual meat? Uh, oh, I was going to ask you, could I just get like a McChicken from McDonald's and just go grab one of them sauces from Popeye's? And voila, I got a Popeye's. No, 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 no. You get the sauce. Because the thing is, at McDonald's, they give you honey. 
I, okay. I argued with somebody the other day about that. Like, what's wrong with the honey at McDonald's? No, honey with that chicken sauce, that's delicious. You don't need anything else. You don't need honey mustard. You don't need barbecue, ketchup. Just eat the honey. That's my thing. I, I think okay. the honey is the best. I. Okay. Now, <laughs> McDonald's do have good chicken nuggets. That's what I think. If nothing else, but don't need anything else there. <laughs> It's not real food, just like Martin Scorsese. Marvel's not real cinema. Yeah. McDonald's is not real food. That's not, that's not, that's not real cuisine. Right. <laughs> but what I meant to say, I mean, there's a lot of good, fine people working on that. Right. Put a lot of hard work into that. Yeah, they put a lot of hard work in it. It's a theme park. <laughs> You go, for, you go there for ride. the toys in the playgrounds. <laughs> you bring you go there because you're bringing your kids. <laughs> oh yeah! Before we get to the next part, Eli, you gotta you gotta do your part. Okay, so like I said, uh, we're trying to do more do. music reviews on here and stuff like that. Oh. And Eli listened to an album. I did. I only because you were you were reviewing that Kanye shit. I like well shit. Once you. Listen to something cool. Listen to real music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the new gang star. What's it called? I'm sorry, I, I'm not. I'm totally not prepared. Okay, hold on. Let's let's go to our, our fact check. Hold on. Yeah, hey Siri. Gang star. Give me the fucking. You suck, dude. You're fired. <laughs> One of the best yet. That's what it's called. <laughs> okay, that'll work. Okay, so just yeah. tell me about what whatever you do know about the Gangstar. Because here's the thing about Gangstar, what I do know about him. Uh, one of the members are dead. Guru, yes. R.I.P. Guru. R.I.P. Guru. So, And he died like several years ago, baby, like well, the last decade. It's been a while. It's been yeah, it's a while. Been a while. Like so I'm like, so Gangstar is back? How? Yeah. Okay. Because there are only yeah, two it guys. Is, it is. It is. It ain't like Tupac, you know, where he put out an album every year since he's dead. Right, yeah. Tupac's still making music, like. <laughs> yeah, or you know, every every now and then you'll hear a Biggie track, you know what I mean, <laughs> with Faith right. Hill and shit. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I guess what happened? I mean, I didn't know about this until just the other day because it just popped up in my feed, new Gangstar album. I'm like, what? Hmm. <laughs> so. I guess J. Cole did a song with Premiere like a month or two ago or something. And that's when they said, yeah, new new gangstar coming soon. Okay, but that's that's the thing that doesn't make any really real sense to me. Okay, because DJ Premier is just a producer. Yeah. He's been producing for everybody. He still produces now. So yeah. just because he does a song or makes a song or beat for somebody, doesn't make them gangstar. Oh, but it, it was he had some guru track. Guru's on the track. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. That's that's why I was so confused. I'm just like, yeah. Just From what I guess, yeah, I guess what happened is he got some unused guru tracks. Which that is weird, also, because here's the thing. Uh, uh, guru and DJ Premier, like when Guru died, they they were on bad terms. They weren't on good terms when he died. <laughs> like it was a uh, like Guru had a manager. Or somebody over there that basically wouldn't sign over the rights or wouldn't even let Premier like see him right before he died. Because I think Guru died at like AIDS or something like that. 
But he had like cancer, I think. Something, right? something like that. Yeah, he died or something. But somebody was over his estate and would let Premier near him and give his, you know, blessing for him, anything like that. So that's probably why it took so long for us to get this guru music now. So maybe Premier has worked out something where he's able to get this music or something. Yeah. We don't know. With his something, family. Something I think happen. it was his family. Yeah, he got a he got a tape of some Guru verses. Um, okay. Because so. Guru did other. He was he was on that Jazz Bataz and you know Guru did other shit besides Gangstar. Yeah, but like Gang- he he had some albums himself. Yeah. Yeah, but Gangstar, they were one of the ones. I mean, when I think of you know when I think of like '90s hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, you think of a Premier beat. Right. You know I, mean? I mean, I still think even now I think of Premier Beats like I, in my mind, you're not a true rapper or a lyricist unless you can go over a DJ Premier Beat. Yeah. Until then, I mean, that's the only just, way you can impress me. That's just that, that's like the definitive 90s hip hop sound. Right. I mean, to me, he did the best best song on that Nas first record. You know, the opening New York State of Mind. Yeah, New York State of Mind, yeah. <laughs> that, that shit was dope. You know, so basically when I heard that, you know, new Gangstar albums, I was like, no shit. So, and then my brother, like, fucking posted the song. It was with M.O.P. Okay, so <laughs> and I listened okay, to it. Okay. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, that sounds fucking dope. So I went and checked out the album. And I was like, wow. it. I was brought right back to the day right back to the 90s you know fucking you know the beats the scratches the samples it's just totally it just took me way back right back premiere hadn't lost a step at all yeah and and yeah and hearing it's almost haunting i mean i hearing guru you know some new verses by guru some new beats by primo it just took me back, you know what I mean? And I was just like, wow. I sat there, I listened to every track, you know, and and I ended up just getting my headphones on and listened to it and just like closed my eyes and just chilled. And it's just like, it was, the thing about Gangstar, for me at least, anyways, back in the day, because I remember when they first came, when I first heard them, this was like, was a daily operation or whatever. So early 90s, this is all like NWA and Dre, but the gangster, you know, trend was going on and, that West Coast style was so, like, in your face and, you know, like, party vibe and shit. So when you hear, like, Gangstar, it was just so laid back and chill. You know what I mean? And right. Guru just sort of, he just, he didn't yell or scream or he just, he just, like, sat back and just said his shit. You know, like, like Vito Corleone. You know what I mean? He didn't have to be all braggadocious. He was like the Don, just kind of just sit back in his chair, you know, petting his cat. And just saying is wrong, right? <laughs> you know, like in uh, Goodfellas, what do you say? Paulie didn't have to move. That's because he didn't have to move for anybody or something. <laughs> and that's what I always like imagine Guru as is just like the Don mob boss behind the desk, you know, just you know, just speaking, not screaming or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that's what this brought me back to is just sitting there listening and just demanding your full attention. You know what I mean? You just sort of just. Just listen to each track, you know. Very few, for me anyways, you know, and I'm a metal guy. So I maybe I listen to hip-hop differently, but sometimes, like, Tribe did that for me, where you just, like, zoned out and just yep. listened to you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it did. It just brought me right back to the day. I mean, there was, like, J-Rule, the damages on there. I mean, shit that I haven't, I haven't thought about in, you know, ages. Freddie Fox, Bumpy Knuckles. I mean, all that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was M.O.P., some tracks with MOP on there, and I was just like, "Wow!" I was like, "That's why, I, hey, dude, I messaged you, man, this gangstar shit." 
pretty cool. And I was gonna listen to it, but something came up, and I didn't get a chance to listen to it. But yeah, I, I plan to listen to Gangstar album. I want to be prepared too when you started talking about it. Yeah. So, I, like I said, I, I didn't really take notes or anything, but all I know is he had new tracks from Guru, and he decided to put some beats to it, and just like that old school. DJ Premier, 90s hip-hop style, boom-bat shit, you know what I mean? The jazzy, laid-back jazzy with the pianos and the horns, and the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was cool. It's really cool. I, I, it's one of the best albums of the year, I think. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and I'm a metal guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. I did check it out because last time I heard what, what DJ Premier did, the whole album it was uh, with Royce the 5'9". I think they call it. Oh the album. yeah, he's on there too. He's on a oh, track. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 Royce, I, he had to be on there because that album. Yeah. That was one of my favorite albums of the year when that came out. It was called Prime. It was just just him on it. That was it yeah. with nothing but premier beats. And I was like, well, shit. To me, this is like the new age gangstar. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and you said J Cole is that song is on this album. Yeah, he's on. He's on an album. That's like they got a video for it. Yeah. Oh, so that's the like their lead single. Yeah, and it came out like a month or two ago. And that's when everyone first heard. Me neither. I didn't know about it either. So that's what I'm saying. When like it like it was released like what Thursday or something? Thursday or this weekend. Yeah. And I was like, new gangstar, what the fuck? You know? And I was like taken back. Like, what the hell? Music is released on Friday, comics released on Wednesday, movies released on Tuesday, video mm-hmm. games released. I don't know. I forget. Something. But that's usually the the term. But yeah, I gotta. I'm gonna I'm go back and listen to this to you know. I I, I trust you. I trust you. But yeah. I want to hear some Gangstar too, just to see. I don't know why I didn't listen to this early before. Yeah, and another thing for those who don't know, Gangstar. Yeah, the Luke Luke Cage was a season one. Every yeah. episode was named after a Gangstar song. Yep, Lemonade is a popular drink. They even name dropped some uh some of the songs in the verse. I mean, in the in the in the episodes. You know, Lemonade yeah. is a popular drink. Flip the script. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get a rip. All those mass appeal. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. They they had hits. Gangstar had yeah. If you want to go back and listen to some old school rap, both of us recommend listening to some Gangstar. I know we don't talk about it like we should, but yeah, they were one of the pioneers of hip-hop back in the 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That means they can move on to the next part of the podcast. Sure. Okay, so this... Now we're going to talk about the box office numbers, and this one we're going to spend a little bit of time on because both of us went to some movies. We saw some movies uh, this week, even though there really wasn't anything out. But yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's just dive into it. Uh, Eli, give it to me. What is the number one movie of the week? Is it the new Terminator? It is the new Terminator. Yep. Terminator even though Dark it's Phoenix. bombed, even though it bombed, it's still made. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it still made thirty million, and I guess that's supposed to be low for Terminator because they they advertised the hell out of this movie. You know, uh, I'm watching NBA playoffs, and Arnold Schwarzenegger has uh, a commercial with l- the Finals MVP of last year. I'm like, what? What, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> so they're really hyping this thing up, but apparently nobody saw it except you, Eli. I guess. I... <laughs> yeah. like, do, do you want to review it now? Or... Yeah, fuck it. Just it doesn't matter. Just just go for it now. Because <laughs> the rest of this li- list is uh pretty pathetic. So. I'm going to let you go ahead and talk about Terminator uh, Dark Fate now. Spoil yeah. it, because I don't care. Probably won't see it anyway. Hey, what's it a spoil? It's a Terminator movie. You've yeah, seen this movie. robots. Yeah. They chase people. You know, car chase, robot fight. You know, car chase, robot fight. <laughs> Rinse, <laughs> repeat for two hours. That's pretty much all it is. 
Yeah, I thought it was, eh, I wasn't into it, you know. And it's just because I'm not interested in what they're showing. It's the same movie. Like I said, it's it's a chase. Every Terminator movie is a chase movie. I want the future war and not the salvation shit because that movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to see T-8000 endoskeletons walking over skulls, HKs flying, lasers shooting, those tank things. That's what I want to see. I want to, you know, the beginning of T-2. Right. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want that for right. two hours. Beginning of T-2, <laughs> that middle part in T-1 where yeah. Reese was telling the story. Yeah, the flashbacks. Yeah. I want that for two hours. I want that's the movie I want, and we have not gotten that for the past thirty years. That we've gotten these, like again, they're just chase movies, and I it's I can tell. Yeah, they're trying to reboot the franchise. They want the kids to get into this shit. So let's throw all this shit. You know, we'll throw some minorities in there. We'll you know another tough chick. You know, because everyone's woke now. We got to get the woke crowd into this shit. And we'll get the Deadpool director. I mean, it's not a bad move. It does what it's supposed to do. The action is fine. It's got cool action. It's the guy who did Deadpool. So, yeah, it's it's rated R. So it's brutal. Hard R violence. All that shit. It's all there. It's just I don't care about the story. I know. I don't really give a shit. You know, they're trying to get, I can tell they're trying to get this new generation into the Terminator. But you got to ask. Does the new generation give a shit about the Terminator? Because I don't think they do. That's uh, why it's not. numbers pretty much spilling out they don't. <laughs> yeah. So they're trying to cater to like a younger generation. Mm -hmm. But who doesn't give a shit about this shit? So, and in turn, they turned off the old generation. Who wants to see who, you know, the only people who give a shit about Terminators are old motherfuckers like us. Right. <laughs> Like new motherfuckers and, playing, all they want to see is Marvel movies. That's it. Yeah, Super Terminator, right. Terminator Man, or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, and what do we want to see? We want to see what we haven't seen before, and that's the Future War. You know. Mm -hmm. And we have, and so here we go, another movie that had that doesn't go there. So I was just like, it's a totally serviceable movie. It just didn't serve me. You know. So yeah. Uh, you gotta slap a score on it. You gotta give me something. Ooh, a score. Two out of five. Fuck. Ooh. <laughs> okay, this one's personal. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah. You turn me to slap your dog or something? I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's keep going down the list. Number two, still hanging in there, is Joker. Matter I fact, saw that again. Do you want to give a quick recap? Or did your opinion change on it, anything? Or? I think I liked it a lot better this time around. Okay. Because I didn't have the nerd expectations, you know? Okay. <laughs> I was able to focus a little more. Isn't that canonical? Yeah, I, you know. <laughs> Batman's not in this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where's Martha, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just, I, I, basically because I knew what it was this time, I was able to, you know, kind of just watch it for what it was. A movie about a mentally ill guy going postal. So I was able to focus. I noticed a lot more things, a little more Easter eggs, and you know, just kind of got into the character a little bit more than I did the first time around, you know, noticing how he was and how he he was just so detached and how he just didn't understand and you know um, yeah, I, I, 
I think I, I liked it more. I mean, my, my opinion is still the same. I still think it's just an okay movie. But I enjoyed it for what it was more this time around because I was able to just let go of what I wanted to see versus what I got, you know. So getting into the whole mental health thing, how he just didn't understand social cues and comedy, how he was writing down notes and, you know, he doesn't understand what makes people laugh. He just... Oh, sex jokes makes you know is funny, and, you yeah. know, because you know, he's just doing what he thinks makes uh, what people yeah. like. Yeah, he doesn't know how to be funny, but he's like take like his notes are like, you know, his notebooks were like the ramblings of a madman. But mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he doesn't understand what comedy was, and so it was just interesting to get sort of focus on that and um, and take that in instead of wanting to see what I. I wanted to see, like, yeah, the Joker movie that I wanted to see. So, but yeah, I still found it slow at times. I still, you know, there's just too many scenes of him just sitting there lonely, laughing at himself and all that. And, um, yeah, so I, I still think it's just an okay movie, but second time around, I was able to let go of the expectations and just take it at what it was. It what it was so. I mean, the fact is that you saw it twice, that says something. I was bored. You know, <laughs> say that was, you were bored. Okay, <laughs> I was a bored. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll go check this out again. <laughs> See if I really don't like it." And I, I guess you know, second viewing, like I said, I, I, I guess it's not as bad as I thought first time. <laughs> hmm. Well, Eli, thanks to you though, you helped the movie uh, get to nine hundred thirty-six million worldwide. Oh shit! Take that, Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing. That's another. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up because this movie may or may not hit a billion. It it probably won't hit a billion, but it's gonna be like right there before it leaves. But the interesting thing that is going on, they're saying that this movie seems to be just as profitable, if not more profitable, than Endgame. Oh, because it wasn't shit to produce. It was. It wasn't shit to produce. Wasn't shit to market. They just put the shit out there and that's it. Because. The thing is, with Endgame, like I said, the marketing budget was insane. Endgame, marketing was everywhere. You could not run yeah. from it. You could not hide from it. And the production uh, of that movie, because remember, they had to combine Endgame and Infinity War. They, like, they shot them both at the same time to kind of keep the cost down. They said even with the cost there, they say it was well north of half a billion to produce that movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's what they're saying. Like, another Endgame-type movie probably will never happen again. Mm-hmm. Because there's too much risk, too much reward. Because the thing is, if that movie would have failed or even not hit the movie, that Disney might have been in trouble. You know, especially with the Fox merger like that, they might have put them in trouble. Now they're fine now, but they had to make basically they had to break the, break the box office record in order to consider in game profitable or worth their time. Anything less than that, it would have been worth their time. Yeah, yeah. And so. But like I said, oh, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Joker didn't have to do all that. They made the move, I think, for like 55 million, something like that. Yeah. Almost made a billion on it. That's it. But here's the thing DC still fucked up. <laughs> I, may have, I may or may not have said this on the podcast. I think I made a, a version somewhere. Because here's the thing uh, DC could have put the money up for Joker 100% and kept all the money, you know, uh, on the back end of it. But they didn't do that. They didn't think Joker was going to make the money it's making now. So they actually split uh, split production costs with the studio. Whichever studio's name, I can't remember. The studio that made the Joker, right? So since that's the case, they're splitting profits of this movie with the studio. Okay. Yeah. So all that money that they're getting like this, 
800, 900 billion straight profit, they split in half, not only getting half of it. So, even when they win, they lose. Oh, <laughs> uh, like I said, it's number two. Number three, we have Maleficent. Did I say it right? Maleficent? Yeah, you did. I said Mal- I think I said it right the Good first job. time. I fucked it up the second time. Either way, Mistress of Evil, number three. Still hanging in there. Uh, Harriet. Ooh, okay. <laughs> should, should I go there? Okay. Okay. Go. Uh, Eli, you might want well to go uh, smoke a cigarette or something. This, this is gonna it's gonna take a while. Eat a snicker or something because I'm, I'm gonna take a while for this one. Uh, yeah. So while you were watching killer robots, you know, destroy each other, my family drugged me to go see Harriet. It was drug the only you? free time I had because I wanted to see Terminator. I wanted to like see killer robots. Isn't, like gave you substances. But <laughs> <laughs> they did not not slip me a Mickey or anything like that. <laughs> you know, it's family time, so they, yeah. you know, because the thing is, you know, like I said, I, I stay in Mississippi. The movie wasn't even being shown in Vicksburg, my hometown. Whereas uh, they didn't even show it there in the movie theater there. So they had to drive up to Jackson to come see the movie because it was the only place they were showing the movie in Mississippi. Um, yeah, that's the weird thing about it. So they decided to come up here, had to get the tickets. I want to see the robot movie. Y'all, y'all rather see Terminator? No, we don't want to see that. <laughs> you drug me to all those bullshit Marvel movies that aren't real movies. You're going to see Harriet. <laughs> so, yeah, so I went to see the movie. We saw the movie. Now, there's other stuff to talk about the movie. I'm going to put that to the side right now. As of right now, I'm just going to critique Harriet as a movie. As a piece of cinema. As a Was piece cinema? of cinema, right, because this is real cinema. All right. Not that Terminator bullshit. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Eli, man, this movie sucked. Wow, okay. Yeah, this movie, like, it was, I'm, I'm sitting here watching this movie. It, first off, it was, it, it felt like the longest movie I've ever seen in my life. And I had to check the time, like, how long is this movie? It was only two and a half. It, it wasn't two and a half, it was two and five minutes. Like, two hours and five minutes, something like that. But it was like, it just felt long. They didn't give you any information that you didn't read in an in a elementary school textbook. You know, she runs away. She was a, a runaway slave. She comes back, frees some more slaves. And that's the movie. Just go back and forth and does that, and that's about it. But then the really cool shit that happens in Harry Tubman life, they say that in the after credit scenes. Oh, yeah. She was the first female general in the Civil War. The first uh, in any army ever. Uh, wait she, for the trilogy, man. They got to wait for part two. I, I guess she was a secret spy for the CIA. They went under Union. And, where's that movie? Yeah. Not this bullshit we just saw. <laughs> Harriet Tubman, Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> right, in games. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So all the cool shit happens after the credits. You know, <laughs> while we're just watching this bullshit that happened, because here's the thing, this movie, you keep talking about how these Marvel movies look ugly and shit, and they don't look like they have any kind of, like, style to them. That's what this movie was. This movie felt like it was, like, a very amateuristic director that was there. Uh, the cast, you can tell they didn't spend a whole lot of money on these folks, because most of these people in this movie are singers. Okay. Well, like, that, the, the, the chick who plays her is, she was on Widows. Was she? I heard about that. Yeah, she was on Widows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is a good movie. <laughs> we keep talking about that. Yeah, we keep saying Widows is a good movie. We're gonna I, one of these days I will see it. You know, uh, Janelle Monae, not a real act. I, I won't say she's not a real actress, but she's mainly known for singing. But she happened to be actress. Uh, the other guy, he's a singer. You know, he's on one of those insurance commercials or something. I can't remember something. So <laughs> he's the old t- Spice guy. <laughs> not the old Spice guy. <laughs> I'm on a horse. <laughs> Look at your man. Now back to me. No, he's not that guy. <laughs> 
Hey, that, that guy's actually a pretty good actor, but, we, but that's a sidebar. Oh. What's in your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> that's Samuel Jackson. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, you can tell the other actors you've seen in there, you're like, damn, when you on the CW or some shit? You know? So they're like really dragging the bottom of the barrel, you know, just fine. They really didn't spend a whole lot of money on this movie, you can tell. Uh, the director that has no style to them. This really felt like a made-for-TV movie. Like, like it barely felt like a Netflix movie. I, I last year I would have said it felt like a Netflix movie. When you see like Eddie Murphy and Martin Scorsese, you know what's happening water now. It's not even on a, in a Netflix level movie now. Mm-hmm. You know, they just felt like some made-for-TV type shit that you know, direct TV. That's what it felt like. Like it made me think, like, why the fuck is this even in the theaters? Like it's a bad acted. Badly directed, poor script, and on top of that, this is why it was really pissing people off about the movie. It's a bunch of stuff pissing people off about the movie, but one thing pissing people off about the movie is that it's not even accurate. It's not even historically accurate. There's a bunch of characters in this movie that they just made up for the movie. Janelle Moe's name character doesn't exist. You know, the bad guy that's going after her doesn't exist. Oh, and another thing, they gave Harry uh, Tubman superpowers. Already? Yeah, they gave her superpowers. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna break. Can she control the weather? (laughs) She's not storm or anything like that. (laughs) Because the funny thing in this movie, I'm sitting here watching this movie, and every now and then, uh, Harriet Tubman will like have these spells, or maybe she'll pass out or something like that. And all of a sudden, when she wait, and when she she has these visions, but the visions are of the future, you know. So she'll just have these spells, stuff like that. And when she, you know, with the slaves running away, it's like that. Uh oh, white man is that way. So if he white man's on the left, we need she to go had, right. She had the shining, she had- or some shit like that. Like she'll just know, or she'll be sleep, you know, and then she wake up all of a sudden, and she'll know like the police are coming or something, and then she'll you know have to get out of there, or or she know the police are coming for her friends and family, and she go get them, you know, and oh, I can walk, I can walk past this river, and I won't drown, and I won't get attacked because whatever I had the visions of the future or some shit, you know. And it's just like the whole, and she even dreamed that her slave master would die, and he died the next day. Okay, so okay, so she's an X Man now. Okay, fuck it, just go with <laughs> Clairvoyant. it. Clairvoyant. Yeah, so precog or whatever. So yeah, they made Harry Tubman a super uh, superhero. She has superpowers. I'm just like, okay, none of this shit is working for me. None of this shit is interesting. You know, um. So I'm gonna go ahead and rate this movie. And I'm gonna get into the controversy why people hate this movie. Because it's some um, other shit really going on with this movie that I got to talk about, Eli. Uh, rate this movie two out of five. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just spoiled everything for you. I was bored out of my mind. Watching. See, Eli, you have it too good. You're complaining about a killer robot movie. I want to watch a killer robot movie too. Because <laughs> even if it's bad, it's still a killer robot movie. <laughs> <laughs> so now that being said let me get into the actual controversy of harriet this whole movie eli do you know that uh they're boycotting this movie who us black people okay okay yeah that's the, the, the spoiler alert yeah it's a twist yes black people are boycotting this movie for several reasons uh one reason i said earlier because the movie is not historically accurate you know uh, another reason because of the actual lead actress in the movie. They're boycotting her for several reasons. One, okay. because she's not American. Oh, really? Yeah, so some people are like, okay, you're going to get a non-American to play an American, you know, legend. Okay, that's one. And another thing, since this is 2000, uh, 2019 and ca- cancer culture is at an all-time high, 
they dug up one of her old 2013 tweets. Oh, shit. Yeah. One of her old 2013 tweets had her making fun of African-Americans. You know, talking and, you know, ghetto slang or whatever oh, like that. Remember oh, we talked? Oh, yeah, remember, yeah. you know, doing the Black Panther review where I said, you know, Africans hate African-Americans? Oh, yeah. And then you said Jamaicans hate African-Americans. Oh, well, yeah, I lived in Florida, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so apparently <laughs> nobody in on, no black person outside of America likes African-Americans. Yeah. yeah, Jamaicans hate Haitians, Haitians hate Cubans. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> and they all and she, hate American black people. Right, so she's a Brit, you know, and apparently she hates African-Americans also. You know, basically she was saying it's kind of all derogatory name, like whatever the N-word slang for what they call them in Britain, that's what she was calling us. Oh, damn. Yeah, so like, so they dug it up in 2013. So they found that out, canceled her. So you're going to get somebody that didn't even like African-Americans to play an African-American icon. Okay, strike one. Okay. Uh, yeah. um, strike two, uh, people are really upset that uh, one of the main villains of the movie is a black slave catcher. Now, we don't even know historically if a black slave catcher even existed. Maybe, maybe not. But the point is that since we're telling the story of Harriet Tubman and we're trying to be as authentic as possible, that never happened to Harriet Tubman. So one way or another, they made the shit up. Okay. I see people like, why are you going out of your way to make one of the villains a black man? You know, trying to hunt her down. And now there's also some false things about the movie that didn't happen. Let me clear this up. Some people are saying that the movie has a white savior movie. Like, because at the end of the movie, uh, the black slave catcher is trying to catch Harry Tubman. And he gets shot in the head by the slave master that hired him. And they're saying, oh, well, he's a white savior. No, he is not a white savior. There is no white savior in the movie. So let's just stop with that narrative right there. So a lot of people are boycotting the movie for that alone. No. The white slave uh, master was the main villain of the movie. The reason he shot Harriet because he had, well, the reason he shot the black slave catcher because he had some kind of weird fixation on Harriet in the movie. Now, keep in mind, this never happened in, in historical fact, which is another reason people are getting pissed off about. Another people are pissed off because Harriet didn't kill that guy. You know, she had the slave catcher, uh, slave master, did the rights, shot his hand off, had a gun to his head and let him live. Now, why did she let him live? Because she had a vision that he was going to die in a few years later in the Civil War anyway, so she just let him die. I mean, she just let him live, you know, because of her superpowers, you know. Some people think she showed mercy or compassion or like that. I didn't see it that way. But like I said, people are just taking the narrative and just running with it, you know. There's a lot of people on on, on Twitter just, just attacking this movie just for no reason whatsoever. I think all of it is kind of a little bit unwarranted, uh, because the movie isn't that good to be talking about anyway. So you just bash the movie just for no reason. That's it. Now, that all being said, that's even another reason why people are boycotting this movie, Eli. <laughs> you guys sound like natives watching a native movie. <laughs> it's like like people just got pissed at <laughs> this movie for no fucking reason. Now, <laughs> so all of this going on and one of the main reasons people are boycotting is because the movie was produced by Focus Pictures. And Focus Pictures is a... Uh, uh, a subsidiary of Comcast. And as of right now, what is the date? Uh, the 4th? The 5th? Remember them? 5th of November? Whatever. We should work yeah. that in some kind of way. Anyway, black people hate Comcast as of this moment right now. Okay. Okay. I don't know why. why I, don't I will know tell why. you why. Okay. <laughs> Let me know. You're my you're my ear to the streets. Right. I'm your black spurt. So. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what's going on right now is that, okay, 
You know who Byron Allen is, right? Do I? I okay, sounds maybe, familiar. It sounds familiar. Anyway, quick history. Uh, not history, but it does quick recap of who Byron Allen is. Byron Allen's comedian in the 80s. Stand-up comedian. He's kind of successful. Decided to go behind the scenes. Make his own studio. Bought a whole bunch of property. He does that extra, extra. A whole bunch of TV sh- uh, shows come on at 2 o'clock at nighttime. Anyway, okay. he got really, really successful. And out of nowhere, he bought the Weather Channel. Nobody knew he had even that much money to buy the Weather Channel. So, he owns the Weather Channel. Trying to use his money since he's making Weather Channel's profit for him. Trying to use the money to buy up more stuff. And now, all of a sudden, you have other companies coming out trying to block him from buying other stuff. Because they don't want him to get more powerful. For instance, Comcast and Charter, certain cable companies, want to block him from becoming more powerful than what he is already. Because, okay, you bought the Weather Channel from other knows without us paying attention. You're on our radar now. We're not letting you get more powerful than what you are now. And Byron Allen basically saying the reason you're stopping me from doing this is because of the color of my skin. Because I'm black. And so, okay. And he took this to court and he sued Comcast and Charter for that. Won the case. Twice. So sued them, won the case. So since they're pissed off at him for beating him, they're taking the case higher to the Supreme Court. And what they're trying to do is repeal the the Civil Rights Slave Act of 1966. Oh, sorry, 1866. The sla- the act that uh because here's the thing, black people never got reparations for slavery. Mm-hmm. So what they did, the closest thing we ever got to reparations was that act. Which basically allowed, because they know that when black people go into business and get jobs, stuff like that, people are just going to turn us back because of the color of our skin. But that act allows us not to, they basically have to give us, you know, equality, you know, in, in, in jobs and in business, things like that, or in banks, stuff like that. May or may not work like that, but the point is, it's on the books. Comcast is trying to remove that act all together so they can stop Byron Allen from buying up more company, more, more of their company. So... They're going to court on November the 13th, which is going to be next week. Comcast has hired Trump's department, the Department of Justice, to speak for them. <laughs> to help them repeal this law. Just so they can stop Byron Allen from buying more, more property. And so he went on, he's all over the social media, all over the news, telling people what Comcast is doing, basically saying we need to concentrate and stuff like that to see what's going on. And the fact that so now anything Comcast doing right now, black people are like, uh-uh, I see what you're doing. You're evil. You're the devil. So when you put out a movie like this with all kind of, you know, uh, inaccuracies in it, uh, you got a, a lead that hates African-Americans playing an African-American icon. Um, it's, it's, it's just a bad look right now. So black people just like, so not my Harriet is trending on Twitter. Think about this for a second, Eli. That sounds deep, yeah. <laughs> 2019 is so insane that we are canceling Harriet Tubman. <laughs> Just think about it. That's how far we're gone now. <clears throat> we started at the beginning of the year with Liam Neeson. Now we're ending the year with Harriet Tubman. Everybody got to go. Uh, it was like back in the 90s, there was a Crazy Horse movie made, I mm-hmm. think on TNT. Yeah. And... I thought it sucked. A lot of natives that I know thought it sucked. But Crazy Horse is one of our heroes, right? Right. You know? um, and at the end of the movie, he, in real life, he was killed. He was stabbed by a, a, a native cop, you know, who came to arrest him. And, and that 
you know, natives sort of know the, you know, the, um, the scouts, you know, there was natives, like you said, like what you were talking about in the Harriet movie that the blacks, the black slave chaser or whatever mm-hmm. we had, it was natives that did, you know, scouted for Custer that, you know, sold out, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but in the movie, it showed him getting killed by just a regular old cavalry. And that just sent everyone was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we just, yeah, it was just so damn T, uh, PC and safe. And yeah, now, that's how, long, that, this, how long did this movie come out? This was like back in the 90s. This is back okay. when, you know, you know, we had, you know, Dances of Wolves won some Oscars. So then there was like a Indian fad for a while. You know, we had some Indian, you know, Squanto, the Warrior's Tale, and, you know, Pocahontas came out and shit. So Indians were kind of in vogue for a few years after Dancing with Wolves. And oh, then, God, okay. So, so they made a Crazy Horse movie, <laughs> trying to cash in, <laughs> and they fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course they did. And, yeah, so. But that's what it reminds me of, <laughs> what you're telling me. Okay. I mean, my, my, like I said, when I watched when I watched the movie, I didn't know about all the controversy ahead of time. This is whenever I watch a movie, I watch it first, and then I go on Twitter later on to see, you know, what people are talking. Like, if, if I were to see a Marvel movie, I'm like, I'll just see, you know, what the guys are saying. Okay, it's three point five. Like when I go on on Twitter, I see all this all this shit going on, but I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? I didn't know. So when I'm just looking at the movie like as a movie, and I'm just like, it's not even worth the controversy. I know it's Harry Tubman, but at the same time, um, at the end of the day, a movie shouldn't tell you everything you know about Harry Tubman anyway. Pick up a fucking book. Hell, yeah. we're on the internet. Research this shit yourself. You can't expect Hollywood to tell our stories the way we want it to be told. That's that's another thing with I what I you know, with natives too. It's like you expect non natives to tell a cool native story. Ain't gonna happen. It's Don't not get gonna mad. happen, right. Don't get mad when, you know, that movie, when Hostile sucks. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I mean, you want, and, and another thing, let me go a little bit deeper about that. Because, okay, like you said, Marvel movies aren't real movies. But there's a reason why we flocked to Black Panther and we didn't flock to Harriet Tubman. Because there's another reason, there's even another reason we're boycotting this movie. <laughs> then I think about it. <laughs> we're sick of fucking slave movies. Every time yeah. we turn around, it's another fucking slave movie, man. I, I understand we need a slave movie out there. We need to know our history because there's all there's already this movement because people are idiots in 2019. Just like people believe the earth is flat, there's already people bringing up, uh, you know, evidence that slavery never existed. Like we're just here, you know, just for no reason, you know. So so that's why we need movie like this to kind of remind because if we stop making them, yes, people will forget. People will just pretend like it never happened and that's it. So I understand the necessity. It's, it's a necessity for it, but at the same time, I'm tired of seeing it because it's always the same thing. We get the shit beat out of us. We pray yeah. to Jesus. We get the shit beat of us. We pray to Jesus. We die. The end. That shit is depressing to watch every fucking time, man. No, I t- no. After Selma, I mean, like, damn, man, I don't want to see this shit either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, and because the thing is with Selma, like I know the story of Selma, so when I see all the horrific shit happening, I see it coming a mile away. I'm like, oh shit, here we go, here we go, yeah. it's about to happen, you know. So yeah. that's my thing. That's why we were so happy when Black Panther came out because yes, it is a fantasy. Yes, it is not real, but that is the whole point of it. Yeah, you know that it's something <clears throat> that we can 
maybe not aspire to of course we can't be but it's something that you know we wish we had a uh, you know a black utopia where everything is perfect and everybody's happy and it's something that we wish we could see and we have a black superhero protecting that stuff yeah sometimes you just want to see a cool story and have with a happy ending like get out yeah you know why they changed the ending of get out because remember the original ending he got arrested well, 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 well okay okay that's true but they yeah. they had the original ending but they said it uh it tested bad like people felt bad about it watching it yeah and, and plus that's like, the exact same ending of night of living dead yeah and like that was his that was his intention <clears throat> but the thing is is now nowadays you know black folks don't be reminded how shitty they got it <laughs> and not in the movies right you know, go to a movie and fucking have a good time and escapism and yeah you know so that so when it was his buddy <laughs> who showed up the car the theater i was in they fucking erupted in applause right you know <laughs> i mean like you, we gotta go to the movies and see fucked up shit also like why am i paying money to see this shit no, that's yeah. what I want to know. To see shit like, you know, Rosewood and, you know, Hotel Rwanda and, you know, just getting, just getting the shit beat out of us left and right, yeah. you know. Or it's, and, and, and most of the time it's watered down, especially for Native stuff. Like I said, the Crazy Horse movie mm-hmm. watered it down and made it safe. That Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee movie, which is about the Wounded Knee, that, they, like, skip over the massacre. Like, they just rush over it. It's told in, like, in a flashback. And not that I want to see that, but still, it's like they, if you're going to go there, then go there. Right. And don't, the, don't just, don't just tiptoe your way around it, you know? Right. And that's <laughs> the thing about the hair. It was PG-13. Mm-hmm. A PG-13 yeah. slave movie, a slave movie for the whole family. <laughs> it's like... Uh, another theme park for... <laughs> <laughs> Why <are> you bullshitting? <laughs> Do you know that uh zippity do what was that movie's uh song in the south? Oh, oh yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, that that's the yeah. I'm going some I'm going somewhere with it. There okay. is a theme park ride in there based off the song in the south. <laughs> Splash Mountain is based off Song of the South. <laughs> Most people don't even know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. So. <laughs> oh man. All right. Anything else you gotta add to this, Eli, cause this time no. you press the fuck out of me. <laughs> No. <laughs> I just wanted to watch a fucking movie, man. That's all. They dragged me to this shit. I want to watch fucking killer robots like everybody else do. <laughs> That's why I, I don't give a fuck, Eli. I don't care how bad you say Terminator is. If I'm seeing this shit and I'm bringing the five out of fucking five. <laughs> <laughs> just out of spite. <laughs> uh, what next we got on the list? We're still on the fucking movies, man. Let's speed this shit up. <laughs> uh, no oh, yeah. We five. haven't done with the box. We done with the box on it. We got sidetracked. Okay. Uh, number five, The Adams Family. Uh, number six, Zombieland Double Tap. Uh, number seven, Countdown. Whatever the fuck that is. Uh, number eight, Black and Blue. See, Black and Blue. I, I don't mind Black and Blue. Did you see I, that I, yet? I haven't seen it, but I don't oh, mind that it. That was cool. Yeah. I, that was cool. I like Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind Black and Blue. I, I would like to see movies like that, you know. Uh, number nine, Motherless Brooklyn. Okay. Oh, yeah. And number 10, Arctic Dogs. Oh. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. We really need to do our research. We don't know what any movies are right now. <laughs> it's a comic book podcast. Exactly. We're not supposed to know this shit. Yeah. So stop asking us, do we know this shit? Because we don't know it. <laughs> uh, that being said, we move on past and and uh, Eli, in my Yoda voice, begun the streaming war has. I think oh, I kind of yeah. fucked that up, but whatever. Okay. So 
I think next week HBO Max drops. Does it? No, I fucked up. Not HBO Max. Disney Plus. Disney. Disney. There's so much shit out. I get confused, man. I don't know what's coming out right now. Disney Plus is coming out. Yeah. But HBO next Max list off of a whole bunch of shit that they're releasing. I'm not going to re- uh, announce all that shit because there's just way too much shit. They did announce a price, $15. And it's going to be a whole bunch of shit. Like, I think all of the... What do they have? I think all the CW shows are coming over there. So, if you already have HBO, what does that mean? Well, if you have HBO, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to make... I'm, <laughs> I was about to pull some bullshit out my ass. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Come back to be recorded. <laughs> So I'm not sure. I I'm do not know. Figure yeah, uh, but I think you do get all the HBO shows. So I think I don't know if they have like an HBO and an HBO Max like like a, a premium service. Maybe they will. I mean, because they still gonna have Comcast. So I would imagine they still have like a either or service because HBO Max supposed to have like a whole bunch of shit on there. I hadn't listed everything, but like a whole bunch of shit that's supposed to be on there. Oh, uh, they are listing a Green Lantern show coming out. You know, it's a cartoon though, right? We don't know. We don't know. It, it better not be a cartoon. <laughs> I'm gonna be, be fucking pissed if that's a fucking cartoon. Because <laughs> uh, they did that shit with Red Sun. Oh, they're making Red Sun. Yay! As a cartoon. Fuck! Okay. Uh, and also Adam Strange. Adam Strange could be a cool story if they tell it right. We'll see. Because first off, uh, Adam Strange fights the Thanagar. He fights the Hawk people. So okay. that could be a cool-ass story if they play that right. Um... Yeah, but like I said, we got all these streaming services coming out. Let's let's just do a uh announcement because you know Apple Plus TV is also dropped also. Oh, announcement! All of the first two episodes of every Apple Plus show is free right now, so you can just go on. Don't have to log in. You can watch it. I wanted to watch that Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston show. Morning after, not morning after. Good morning, something. That okay. show. I want to see that. I haven't seen it yet. I'm off tomorrow. I'll check it out. I'll give them a review on it. But let's add up the show to see what we got. Let's see. Okay, all the streaming service or the mainstream service we have right now. We got HBO Max. We got Netflix. We got Hulu. We got Showtime. We got CBS, whatever the fuck that is. Amazon Prime. Stars. Disney Plus. Amazon. Uh, Apple TV Plus. If you add all those up together, they're $90.91 a month. Yeah. That's not even counting DC Universe. Which What's, up What's up with that? What's up with that? Okay, okay. Do you want me to, you want me to face reality, Eli? You want yeah, me to be I, real I with myself? What, what the fuck is going on with that? Okay, because I still got. It. I still have it, also. But <laughs> Eli, the writing is on the wall. I don't. I hate to be that guy. I hate to be the bear of bad news because they've been telling me this shit for the longest. But the writing is on the wall. Uh, first off, like uh, Swamp Thing, they have already put it on Amazon. Not here, but overseas. Oh, uh, okay. Doom Patrol season two. Is going to be on both DC Universe and HBO Max at the same time. DCU? What? Uh, You know, DC Universe. It's going to be on DC Universe, too? Yeah, like uh, Doom Patrol. So they are keeping DCU. For the time being. So uh, is DCU going to stay? or? Well, that's the thing. They haven't announced or... anything. But everything they're doing, it seems to be they're, they're getting away from because, like, remember they had a Stargirl show coming out, right? Okay. It's on a CW now. Oh. Yeah. So, like I said, Doom Patrol 2 has been announced, but it's going to be announced for both HBO Max and DC Universe. So, even if they cut DC Universe, you still got HBO Max, you can still watch it. And plus, why is Green Lantern coming on HBO Max and not DC Universe? 
Yeah. Why is Adam Strange being on HBO Max and not DC Universe? This is yeah. this is not this is not a good sign for DC Universe. So what's up with the comics then? That's nobody reads comics. <laughs> That's the thing. So I keep telling people that like everybody keeps saying, "What they putting all these shows over here and they're putting all the shows over there? Why should I buy the DC Universe because they got the comics?" I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> you know, so it's not a selling point. You know, but are, yes. but are they going to keep the comics? That's the thing because DC doesn't have, never really had a DC Unlimited like Marvel did. Right, they don't. Like this is their competition to DC, uh, the Marvel Unlimited. But I don't know. That's that's the thing because they, they have a very nice selection. Like yeah, so you get on there, you want to read some of the main shit. You can go in there, you can read the stuff. I'm reading Green Arrow by Jeff Lemire right now. Good stuff. But if they cut that shit, where I'm gonna find it? Yeah. You know, so that's why I want it. I only want it for the comics. Like, if they got rid of everything and just kept the comics, I would keep it. But here's the thing, Eli. The market for that is very, very, very slim. Uh, so, I don't know. It's it's tough. But I think even now, DC Universe, what is it, like, like $6 something? Something like that, $6.99? It's, not, not it's nothing crazy. It's nothing insane. It's not like HBO Max $15 or something like that. I mean, it's, it's yeah. easy affordable, so... I mean, even if they just could, I mean, for what they give me, for what I'm paying for, I'm 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 satisfied with it. But the writing is on the wall. It looks like they're slowly dismantling DC Universe, and they're gonna concentrate. Because when HBO Max is in full swing, I think that's gonna be their main focus. Because it's all yeah. Warner Brothers. It's all under one umbrella. Yeah. So, uh, man, that's even more sad. That's worse than Harriet. <laughs> Damn it, Eli. Let's let's. Uh, Play some music or something. Play some gangsta. Do, do we got any got any good news? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, let's talk about some video games. Uh, information for a second. Nothing really popular came out. All I know is that Steam is partnering with EA because EA uh got away from Steam for a while, but then they bring in that Origin streaming service to Steam. Whatever. That's that's cool. Uh, Red Dead Redemption comes out on PC. I think this week. And Eli looked at the specs, and man, that game is going to butt fuck my graphics card. <laughs> I can't play it, man. It's I can see it just smoking away. Just like I want to play it, but it's like it's just too powerful. I don't, I don't know, man. Just so I don't know. See those horses' balls, man. Those horses. <laughs> right. They took a lot of time with those horses' balls. So, <laughs> and I want to see them in 4K glory, yeah. 60 frames per second. <laughs> You want to see the fleas on those nuts. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I pay money for. You know? <laughs> uh, that's all I got with that. All right, can we move into the actual uh, next part of the podcast? Sure. Okay, like I said, this is the uh, comic book bullies where we talk about the comic books and we're going to talk about the comic books that came out. And uh, Eli, Eli, should I get this uh, X-Men bullshit out the way first? There's an X-Men book? There's an X-Men book. There's okay. another one. There will always be X-Men books. <laughs> Jeff Taxes and X-Men books. For the dollar time. <laughs> right. So let me just knock this shit out the way. This is a Excalibur number one. Technically it's still an X-Men book because Uncle Cole and all this bullshit like that. So if you look at the poster, uh, I'm just reading on top of my head. You got uh, Psylocke, Gambit, Rogue, Jubilee, some other weird looking ass mutant I don't recognize, and Apocalypse on the cover. So that's okay. the team. Yeah, that's the team. Alrighty then. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the book starts off. Uh, we're in Otherworld, and the Otherworld is basically like an alter. It's basically like 
the King Arthur, Arthurian land or whatever like that, but in the Marvel Universe, it's like another dimension. So okay. Morgan, Morgan Le Fay has taken over, but she noticing some weird plants popping up in the other worlds. Like this, she's like, what the fuck is this? Let me find out what the hell's going on. So while she's doing that, um, while she's doing that, we cut to present day time, and Psylocke is, you know, hanging out with her brother and, and his wife. Oh, Psylocke's white again. The campaign <laughs> oh, makes I heard about that, man. Yeah. I remember there was a whole yeah. thing. There was a whole thing yeah. last year. With, that was like a few years ago or something. Yeah, it was a while ago. I think like last year. Was it last year? I think yeah. it was last year when they did that. Yeah, when you know they had the make Psylocke white again campaign, you know. Now she's yeah. because you know, they didn't want they didn't want her to be a slut anymore, and then the Asians were like, Hey, <laughs> right. We only got two Asian yeah. superheroes. You took Can't one. we have a superhero? <laughs> Then like, the woke people were like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, technically, isn't that cultural appropriation, though? Because she was never Asian to begin with? No, she wasn't. But that's, nobody knew that. Yeah, it's... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The woke people are like, don't know how... Don't know what to do. They don't know. It's like, somebody <laughs> tell me what to do. Twitter, tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Who should, should I be, be angry at? <laughs> yeah. What should I be offended at? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, well, so why they figure that? Anyway, back to Psylocke. Um... Psylocke has got invited to Krakoa because she's a mutant. But the thing is, her brother, Captain Britain, isn't a mutant. So she can go. He can't. So they, you know, say goodbye. I'll come visit you. Blah, blah, blah. You know, his kids be like, bye, Auntie Psylocke. So like that shit to go to Krakoa. She goes there and it's like a mutant party. She sees all her old friends. You know, Jubilee. Jubilee's got a kid now. I'm pretty sure the story. I don't know. Uh, she sees Rogue and Gambit and blah, blah, blah. Stuff like that. Uh, and then... One of uh, Apocalypse minions walks up to her and like uh, Apocalypse the sea. But here's the thing: Apocalypse doesn't go by Apocalypse anymore. Okay, oh, yeah. so Apocalypse now goes by. I don't know what the it goes by. It's a weird ass Krakoan name that can't be pronounced by anybody except mutants. That's the name he goes by. And so, and anytime somebody calls him Apocalypse, he's like, "No, you call me blah 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 blah, whatever the fuck, you know." But anyway. <laughs> He summons Psylocke, and Psylocke, he tells Psylocke, look, some weird shit is going on in the King Arthur time, whatever like that, but the Krakoan bridge, we can't get there. Something on the other side is blocking us, so I need you to unblock it. And she's like, okay, what do you need? You need me to go get my brother, Captain Britain? Yeah, go get him. Get him, because he, he can teleport to the uh, King Arthur's time anytime he feels like it. So go get him, get his amulet, and help us break through this thing. I promise you, He'll be able to get through the gate, even though he's not a mutant. He'll get through the gate. I, not Apocalypse, but blah, 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 will make sure nobody touches him. He's like, cool. So she go gets her brother. When she go get her brother, her brother's already dressed as Cap Captain Britain. He's like, look, I don't know what the fuck going on. I need to go to uh, King Arthur's time because some fucked up shit going on there. He's like, we don't have time for that. Apocalypse came and told me to get you. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back that whole sentence up right there. Apocalypse told you to come get me? The bad guy? He's like, yeah. Okay, what the fuck are you doing down on the X-Men Island right now for Apocalypse to be down there? Like, that's a long story. Look, Apocalypse needs you to come down here to help me out. Like, I ain't got to do that. I'm going to go down to the Thorgan time. She decides to go with them. They teleport to King Arthur's time. They meet Morgan Le Fay. Sidebar, I hate fucking Morgan Le Fay. In every fucking comic and story and book she's ever in, she's a boring-ass fucking villain. But she's the main bad guy of this story. So she shows up, beats the shit out of the, the Braddock brothers and sisters. She possesses uh, Braddock. Oh, and she keeps calling uh, Psylocke Witch Breed. That's her name for the, for the mutants. 
So apparently the Krakoan trees have been infecting the Athorian times so like that, and she's sick of that shit. She said it's fucking up her magic. So she wants to kill all mutants. That's her thing. She infects Captain Britain. Captain Britain starts beating the shit out of Psylocke. But before he can kill her, his amulet that gives him his powers, he slips it to her. So she gets it. She teleports back to the Krakoan Island, and she is the new Captain Britain. She got the whole costume, the sword, blah, 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 stuff like that. And some other shit happens, but that's the end. Oh, yeah, Rogue is infected <laughs> with some other bullshit like that. Uh, Eli, this is, this is draining me. This is draining me. I was good. I was good at first. And they start going this weird ass Excalibur shit. I didn't even like Excalibur when they had this shit in the 90s. When Nightcrawler was a fucking pirate or some shit. Now they brought the shit back. It's, I don't know. I can't do it. I said I'm going to jump off the train. I think it's time for me to jump off the train. I'm going to wait for the next book to see, but it, 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 better, it better bring me back. Well, that's, that's the one I'm waiting for. Is that New Mutants, new mutants? coming out? Oh, yeah. yeah. Eli, they better bring it. They better, they bring, better it. bring it. They better bring me. Yeah, they better keep me interested. <laughs> Otherwise, this is it. And the, but what's the thing is, this isn't Hickman writing that too. No, I'm, I'm cool if Hickman writes it. I'm cool if Hickman writes it. This, Hickman didn't write this shit. Some some other person wrote this. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I'd rather write have Hickman write this confusing ass bullshit than have somebody else write some other nonsensical bullshit that I don't care about. Okay. Because I'm like, worried that Hick, Hickman's gonna drag this shit out. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pick your poison so yeah. I, I don't know but I'm giving this book 2 out of 5 I don't want to read any more fucking Excalibur I don't want to read White Psylocke I don't give a fuck about none of that shit no weird ass the artist formerly known as Apocalypse fuck all that shit you know but yeah that's all I got I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you go okay hold up man why is my is my computer not plugged in oh shit about now is it plugged in yet I don't know it's plugged in since my battery's draining. Am I back on? No? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I mean, you, you're good over here. Yeah, I mean, like it said, my batteries, I have it plugged in, but I don't know why it's not. It's, uh, I have it plugged in. Why the fuck is it not? Here, I'm just going to do this. <laughs> just to make sure. Sure. I don't like my battery doesn't die and like you know what I mean then we get cut off and shit. Oh yeah, can't can't have it. Okay, let's see. Go, let's crank it around. Back on. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Never left. Okay, never there we go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I okay. Okay, cool. Plug my headphones back in. All right, there we go. Back where we got power. All right. So where are we on Marvel? Uh, whatever you want to do. Whatever book you got. Uh, what did Marvel book that I read? Conan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I read it. Conan. Conan, the Barbarian, number ten. Um, this is the children of the great Red Doom. So this is the life and death of Conan, where 
this the the crimson witch or whatever is trying to get conan's blood because he's a badass who's defied death and killed so many people through his life that his blood is a, is full of this dark magic which she needs to resurrect the 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 was it the marrow god or something the crimson god or whatever so she tried he he met her young when he was younger like as a young man and he killed this witch but she was also um, she had these kids that were following her. So this basically, this issue is all about the kids and how the kids sort of been tracking Conan throughout his life, waiting and waiting for his blood to get really potent so they can perform this ritual. And that's that's what it is it's it's just them the flashbacks through all his life. And at the end of the the at the end of the book, they uh. They basically kill Conan, and, and are draining his blood. And that's what they're doing, and it says as, as Conan an old man, is dead. Right? Yeah, he's an old man now because they've been following him throughout his life, and uh, they're draining his blood. And it says to be continued. So, pretty cool. I've been into the story. I've been, you know, pretty much reading these Conan books since they Marvel took over, and this was cool. I give it a four out of five. Okay, cool, cool. Um, oh, can I do deceased? Good. Okay. I didn't know if you wanted to, we were going to fight over this or what. I wanted to do No, you can go ahead because I would have, yeah. You know how I feel about this shit. <laughs> I thought you liked this book. No, it's okay. Ah, you like it more than me. I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Deceased number six of six. This is the last book of this series. <clears throat> so basically, the book starts off. Uh, they're in the Fortress of Solitude. They just find out that Superman has been infected. And he's the most powerful being in the universe. So they realize Superman's been infected and Superman is a zombie. That is bad. They know that they have these arcs that they can use to escape the Earth. But uh, as long as Superman's still a zombie, he can destroy this shit anytime he feels like it. So unless they stop Superman, there's nothing they can do. So Damien, who is the new Batman, says, don't worry. Right before my dad died, you know, already know he has plans on how to take out every single member of the Justice League. And, and Green Arrow is like, well, of course he has member, uh, has ways to take out all of us. And Damien looks at him like, uh, sorry, not you. Everybody else but you. Like, the fuck? Okay. <laughs> like, I'm dangerous. I can, I can, I'm a threat. Like, sure you are. <laughs> you know, so they go back to playing their plan. And Damien pulls out in his left, Alfred's like, in your left pocket, reach for it. He pulls it out. It's a piece of kryptonite with Superman's logos on it. You're like, oh shit, cool. So he's thinking, okay, so my dad already had a plan for it. I can take this kryptonite, turn it into aerosol form, and that should be enough to slow down Superman for to get out. And one of them like, uh-uh, that ain't gonna work. Like, how do you mean it's not gonna work? Batman made this plan. Yeah, but Batman already makes his plans to be non-lethal. We need to play for keeps. We need to take Superman out. And I know Batman didn't make a plan for that. So let me be in charge of the plan. He's like, you, yeah, because Batman's not the only person that knows how to take people out. So Wonder Woman takes the kryptonite, uh, forges it into her sword that was g g given, given to her by Athena, the goddess Athena. So she has a sword made of magic with kryptonite inf infused into it, which is Superman's both major weaknesses. We're like, with this, we can take Superman out. So uh, we need to load everybody up on the Ark, and the rest of us need to go take Superman out right now so he can, you know, to distract him long enough for that. So while they're loading up the Ark and shit like that, uh, some of them go to Themyscira. When they go to Themyscira, they get attacked by Atlanteans, and a zombie Aquaman summons a zombie Kraken to start killing everybody. Yeah. And before he can do anything, he gets shot in the face with an arrow. Dies yeah. instantly. 
and Green Arrow half a mile away looking at him like, yeah, I told you I was a threat. I just killed Aquaman from half a mile away in a raging storm on top of Kraken. Fuck you, Batman. And that was the funniest part of me. I just wanted to read that shit right there. That was the, be- that was the best part. That was the best part of it right there. <laughs> you could feel Ollie's frustration. So while they're doing that, they load everybody up on Themyscira. And while they're doing that, the other Just League members, the Wonder Woman and the other League, they find Superman. Superman's zombie-fied, just wilding the fuck out. Uh, Black Canary, who's now a Green Lantern, uh, uses her sonic scream through a bullhorn to, like, fuck Superman up, which does something. But Superman starts, you know, punching her construct and shit like that. And while she's doing that, Wonder Woman chops his right arm off, clean off, and then stabs him through the chest. She's thinking, okay, that should do it. But nah, it doesn't. Superman punches a hole through her gut, and now she's infected. You know, mm-hmm. she falls to the ground. Superman's still beating the shit out of everybody. Uh, and he sees the Ark is, is about to fly away, so he flies towards the Ark. And while they're flying through the Ark, Jonathan and Damien are on one of the Arks, and Damien can, can hear him. He's like, yeah, my dad's coming. I can, I can feel him coming. And he's like, well, and he says uh, to his mom, Lois, he's like, don't worry, it's going to be okay. He takes off the suit flies the Superman emblem and flies directly into Superman and knocks himself unconscious. But it's cool because he at least was able to stop Superman for like a second. You know, which was long enough for the Green Lantern Corps, the entire Green Lantern Corps to come out and, you know, to take care of everything. And it was like, we'll, uh, we're going to quarantine Earth because if we don't contain this, this shit's going to affect the entire universe. So, Superman awakens. He's pissed off. He looks at the Green Lantern Corps, realizes he can't take the Green Lantern Corps. He's like, you know, fuck this. I'm flat to the sun. He flies to the sun and eats the sun. Yeah. You know, so he they the Green Lantern Corps realized that, oh, damn, if Superman eats the sun, he's going to destroy this whole solar system. And they're like, wait, that's actually a good thing. We want him to do that. That way, because if he kills the solar system, he kills the virus and he kills himself. So, fuck it. Let him do it. We take the ark and get the fuck up out of here. So, back on Earth, Cyborg has Wonder Woman lassoed up, even though now she's a zombie now. And he's asking her how, because he knows she's connected to the anti-life equation that has turned everybody into a zombie. And he's asking her, how do I stop the, you know, how do I stop this infection? And Wonder Woman tells him, uh, the infection, uh, the cure to the infection has been with you the entire time. You're the cure to it. You're the one that could have stopped this. You're like, oh shit, I need to stop everybody before they fly out of here to tell them that they still have a chance to save everybody. And before you can do that, Wonder Woman Rips his head clean off his body. Throws his head down a, uh, a cliff. Throws the lasso down a cliff. Throws his body down a cliff. No more cyborg. The end. Um, yeah, that's, that's the end of the book. But don't, doesn't the Ark fly to another... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They fly to Earth 2. They find another Earth. And, yeah. The end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I, I I like the book, Eli. I like just like I said, Tom Taylor. Just get just when you lead, let Tom Taylor off the leash, he give you awesome stories like this. I know you were like lukewarm about this, but I thought everything about it was a, was a really cool. Yeah, story. it was it was Marvel or zombies or you know what I mean. It was just it, zom- it was. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it, it wasn't. Yeah, you know. I mean, I I I, I didn't mind it. You know, I just maybe you know. I'm easily amused. Like I said, I want to see a killer robot movie. I want to see a, more, a DC zombie movie. I just wanted some more blood. But I got to, I got to admit, there was some brutal shit in this 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 issue. You know, yeah, fucking Wonder Woman getting you know arm or chopping off uh, Superman's arm, and him punching a hole through Wonder Woman, and she ripping off fucking Cyborg's head and all that shit. I mean, yeah, I was like, wow, okay, that's what I want to see. 
<laughs> Instead of cutting away from it and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, it was fine. It, it, it picked up towards the end, I will say. Like I said, you know my favorite part, fuck Batman, and as long as I see that in <laughs> that the book, I'm cool. satisfied. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was the best part of the book. Yeah, especially the whole point. Cause they, they, that's the thing, like, it's, it's, it's supposed to be like a horror book, but they keep shitting on Green Arrow the whole time. Like, why the fuck Batman didn't make a plan about me? Yeah. Why did he try to kill me? I'm, I'm, I'm a threat. Yeah, Black Canary becomes a Green Lantern and shit. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. That's me. Cool, cool. All right. All right, DC, what are we on? Um, I guess I'll do this Harleen number about. two. Do you want no, no, do you, you do it because I'm gonna do the, the killer smile one. Okay, yeah, I'll do this Harleen. Um, so this is basically the origin of Harley Quinn. We're taking a serious, dark look at what turned Harleen Quinzel into Harley Quinn. Um, I really enjoyed the first issue. I, I, th- I think really, we both gave it a five out of five. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really liked the, them building up to her obsession, her nightmares, you know, just just the trauma that she went that she went through to become, you know, to her obsession with the Joker. And I really liked that that first build up. This book felt more of the same. I felt this one dragged a bit. It was just more of what we already read in the first issue. Mm-hmm. You know, this very long, wordy build up again. You know, she's Still having nightmares. She's still, you know, not sleeping. She's still trying to, you know, battling alcoholism and, you know, this thick and still fixating. It's just kind of like it got a little redundant. I felt it, it I did thought. feel like more filler that was in here. Yeah, and I because like the last issue, she finally meets him, and this is just. It was. It, it almost felt like Twilight. You know what I mean? Where she's, just, she's like. I mean, but that's how I felt in the first book. It did feel like they tried to make him like like a Twilight type heartthrob or some shit. You know. Yeah, but this one just felt her more like sort of pining over him and her her. You know, the, she's yeah, she is starting to fall in love with him, but it just felt like I don't know. It. it, it, it what I liked about the first issue is it didn't paint her as the groupie. And I felt like, okay, now we're going towards that. Now. And it very much was that. I mean, you could tell, like, halfway through the book, she pretty much admitted, yeah, she wants to fuck the Joker. Yeah, and yeah, he's all sexy, and he's all cut and shit, and yeah, he looks like Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, he looks like a, like he looked like a supermodel. Like, she's sitting there watching him sleep and shit like that. Yeah. He knows what he's doing the whole time. Like, the whole point is that he's manipulating her. Yeah, you know, just like it was in the original Mad Love book, he's doing the same thing here. But instead, this time he's like, "Oh, I'm, 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 you know, I have pecs, you know, abs. So yeah, I'm gonna seduce her with these." <laughs> yeah, and I think, I mean, I guess there was. See, I what I liked about the first issue is it didn't portray. It, she ha- was more independent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She was more of her own person, and I guess. We're seeing that being chipped away, and now we're gonna just—is that in the end we're just gonna see her become her his pawn? Because then that, I'm not really, as interested. I think now that, that we've gotten to this point, is just the the story is pretty much on autopilot now. Like, yeah, and I'm we, like, we I don't know, know if I'm in, yeah. yeah, I don't know if I'm into it as much. Like we can you know, literally watch the Suicide Squad movie and know where the story is going. 
Yeah, and it becomes predictable, and it's hitting all those beats of okay, she yeah, she's she's thinking about him. She's okay, yeah. Now she, now he she she's attracted to him physically because she's watching him sleep. Oh, now he he's he thought about her. He wants to see her smile, and he's she's actually thinking about it, which means oh my god, she does he love me? He loves me. She they even do the love me, love me not. Right, they <laughs> literally say that word for word. Yeah. And plus, yeah. halfway through the book, he bribed one of the guards to get one of her files. Yeah. And, uh, so he yeah. knows everything about her. So, yeah, this just felt, and it's so long. It just dragged. Like, I actually. It's feeling because it, that, that Harvey Dent Two Face shit. It has nothing to do with the plot. Yeah. They're always using Harvey as the, oh, the duality of sanity. That's like. The, right. <laughs> that's like the go to, you know, insane guy, insane villain. Like, oh, right. Harvey and, and the whole thing about side. they kept going back and forth to, uh, the executioners, you know those those crooked cops, shit like that. Yeah, I didn't think any of this stuff needed. It, it does feel like it's 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 just trying to fill up as much pages as possible with just whatever yeah. story they can get their hands on. Just try, just trying to do Dark Knight, trying to sort of, you know, make parallels between the vigilante. I mean, though, I did like the scene where she meets Batman. I wish they would have extended that a little more, where she meets him and interviews him and asks him some questions and stuff. Yeah, I I did enjoy that. But, I did like Batman's answer too, because she asked me and Batman pretend like he didn't hear her. You're like, yeah. like, do you think they'd be cured? Like, I, I want to think that. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm fucked up too, you know. So, <laughs> right. I, I, so, yeah, there was a couple moments I enjoyed, but it just felt this one felt like it dragged because it was more of the same. I mean, I was on board for the first issue because it was another fresh take on this character, mm-hmm. but now it's basically falling into the same old tropes of that character, which I never really enjoyed. I never got into in the first now, place. Now, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I agree with you on everything you just said. The thing is, I do like the way they're characterizing Harley in this book. I'm liking the Harley character. So yeah. even though it is, the story is definitely being dragged out, I'm still willing to go on the journey with her. Just because I just like the character, that's all. Well, I like the characterization of the character in this book. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll give you that. You know, it is a, it's still a fresh take on her. But I just, yeah, I like I said, I just feel it going in towards. But I guess that was the, that was always going to be the, the outcome, anyways. I guess. Yeah. I mean, but I can. Kind I guess of see I just where, want... where she went because she, okay, she was afraid of Joker at first, and she think a way that she can get over the Joker is to conquer her fears. But in order to get over her fears, eventually she became infatuated with them, you know, obsessed with them, you know. Yeah. So, like I said, you've seen the ass, man. I mean, she had no chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I think it's just, it, they're just taking too long. Now. That's you know, true. I, I, well, I just, well, like yeah. I said, the next book is the last book anyway. So. Yeah. So I might as well, you know, made it this far. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, the artwork's still gorgeous. Not yeah, as gorgeous yeah, yeah. as the first book was. Some of those first pages in the, in the first book were just, just gorgeous, beautiful. They, like, they could be posters, you know. This is still, like, good, still gorgeous. But, man, it's just like you could tell, like, there was more imagination in those those panels than, than in this one. Like, I, and I really like the Joker Harley book where she's just, like, the, the profiler. Mm-hmm. I like her in that because she's just doesn't get – she's really not as groupy that, in that book. Right. You know, I mean, she's after him. I mean, he killed – Ivy. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. I mean she there she's a lesbian. She's she's with Ivy and he kills her. So she's after him and shit. So 
I really enjoyed that. <laughs> but I think I think I just got jokered out, man. Like I said, I saw the the movie again. Yeah. Between this and uh, what else was there? Yeah, I didn't read that other book either. Well, you, you yeah, the new I didn't get I got it, but I didn't read it yet. So this joke. I'll, I'll review that when you have to kill a smile. Cool. I'll do that one. So. So I give that I give the new Harleen three a three out of five. So. <laughs> I'm gonna say four. I'm gonna say four. All right. Because I'm still digging it. Just not as much as I did the first time. First, yeah. first issue. So, uh, shit, I guess I can... Shit, I'm joking out doing these damn reviews. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I guess we got... I'm, I'm going to do uh, Kill a Smile next. You know. Uh, yeah. Joker, Kill a Smile. This is the book. Basically, how the book starts off was... Uh, uh, then Gotham City. Sunny day. It's bright. Families are out having a parade. They look at the sky. It's a bunch of green and purple balloons in the sky. They pop. Joker Venom comes out, everybody's dead. Joker's sitting there laughing, pro- frolicking through the grass around a bunch of dead bodies. Turns around, Batman punches him in the face, beats the shit out of him. Now he's in Arkham Asylum. Uh, and he's being interviewed by this psychiatrist named Benji or Ben Arnell. I think his name is Ben Arnell, Dr. Ben Arnell. And he's here, look, Joker, everybody's been trying to figure out who you are and why you do what you do. I'm not here for that. I'm here to cure you. And Joker started laughing, like, you think you're the first person to come here and try to cure me? I already know what you're trying to do. You're not trying to cure me for me. You're doing it for you. You're trying to do it for the publicity, for the big bucks. He's basically a male Harley Quinn. That's basically what the book is, you know. Uh, and then he's and then he goes home. He talks to his family, his loving family. He talks to uh, his son. His son says, read me a bedtime story, Daddy. So he picks up a book. He reads the book, and the book is called Happyville, and there's a guy named Mr. Smiles, but he looks close at the book, and Mr. Smiles has a chainsaw, and he turns the page, and Mr. Smiles kills like a whole bunch of animals, blood all over the page. He's like, what the fuck am I reading? You know, he doesn't understand what the hell he's reading. His son seems to read it, so he takes the book with him and stuff like that. He hears some stuff walking around, and, you know, at nighttime, he wakes up, he hears, you know, walking in the house, something like that. You know, he hears a bump in the night, walking around, doesn't find anything, stuff like that. So... But when he realized that he never slept, he stayed up the whole time and didn't realize, you know, why he stayed up the whole time. So the next day, you know, he's interviewing Joker again. He's trying to find out, okay, Joker, tell me how you became the Joker. I'm like, oh, you want to know how I got these scars, you know, or some bullshit like that. And so he tells him his origin, but the origin he tells him is the the fairy tale bedtime story that he got from the book he read. Yeah, well, so I came from Happyville and my name is Mr. Smiles and I murdered all the animals. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? So he realized... Has Joker been in his house? Did Joker put that book there? You know, he doesn't know, but it's weird, you know. So, yeah, that's the book, pretty much. I can go with some bullshit, <laughs> but basically, he gets crazy. I, I'm saying everybody goes crazy over this book, like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. Oh, Jess Lemire. Oh. I'm like, eh, that's okay. It's basically a male Harley Quinn story. He tries to think he's going to turn to Joker. Joker's flipping the script on him. <clears throat> the end. I don't even know if there's a second part to this book. I think it may be a one shot. I don't know. If it is, whatever. Yeah, because uh, I picked it up. I got it. I just didn't get around to reading it. You like, may like I, it more than I do, Eli. I don't know. Yeah. I, I read this book and I was just like, yeah, all right. Well, between this and the Harleen and that was it the John Carpenter Year the Villain book and right. the movie and I was like, oh. like where's all this Joker <laughs> shit coming from? Yeah. I'm kind of Joker fatigued. <laughs> right. It used to be a character used to pop up once every now and then. Remember, uh, what was that book? This Other Family? Got a good Joker story? Yeah. Disappeared. Maybe show up like a year or two years later. He was awesome. Yeah. We're reading too many fucking Joker books. 
We're reading more Joker yeah. books than Batman books. <laughs> like, I didn't even read the Batman annual because... <laughs> right, because of fucking Joker books. So, uh, yeah. 3 out of 5. 3.5 3. out of 3. 3.5 out of 5. Not a bad book. It's just, I'm going to be jokered out. I don't know. Alright. Alright, the last book I got is this uh, Basketful of Heads. Uh, was it Joe Hill's horror comic line on DC? What's it called? Hill House? I think so. Okay. Yeah. He's a... Yeah, so this basically is... It's a new line of horror comics by Stephen King's son, Joe Hill, who's an author himself. Um, He's also responsible for Lock and Key. Um, And um, so basically this is just... uh, it's, It's a setup of this... You know, this woman, she has a boyfriend who's a who's a cop or like a like a secure kind of like a cop aide or whatever. He helps the cops during the summer and there's a storm coming in and they go to like a barbecue at this the, the cop's friend's house. And there's but then there's some escaped uh, prisoners who've, who, who've escaped the prison and the cops are after him. But I guess they sneak into this cop's house, and some shit's about to go down. So this this was all set up. Not much happens. It's just all set up. We're just seeing the relationships between the characters, um, but not not much really happens. It's just all introductory. Uh, and so I was a little disappointed about that. I heard the concept of this book, which is basically about some battle axe with superpowers that's what i know that this book is about but we didn't get to see any of that shit yet so i was a little disappointed on that end but it's still a good set we're getting to see that you know that that americana horror small town horror everybody knows each other's names you know what i mean we're getting the relationships between the characters you know, we're getting that. I, I mean, I like I like all of that. I like the character setup. So I think I'm gonna. I think it, it hooked me enough to where I want to find out what happens. You know, so I'll give it a three out of five. You know, not the strongest introduction, but because I'm waiting for the payoff. You know, I'm hoping it'll it'll be cool. So. Okay. Cool. All right. Um. Should we get any more books? That's all I got. Okay, you did some of mine, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, subscribe. Uh, we have our sister podcast, Geek Sav. Uh, we also have Comic Cast. I listened, I actually listened to their comic, uh, I listened to their review before we recorded. Definitely listen to their, their uh, podcast, too, because we did about the same kind of books, but we have different reactions on, on what we think about each book. Uh, also have Valiant TV, uh, Get Valiant. A uh, new Bloodshot book came out, so they're going to do a three-hour podcast just on that one book. No. Uh, we also have Hoodoo TV. We have Talking Ball. Uh, the Wrestling Podcast. Don't know the name of it. I don't watch wrestling, but I'm pretty sure it's good. Another Boogie Podcast. He has more podcasts than Jamaican. So, uh, who else we got? I missed one. Oh yeah, Instruments of Destruction, the Transformer one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like I said, we'll come back next week. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Hopefully, hopefully we have a more upbeat podcast. It was just too much, you know, depressing shit we were talking about this week. So hopefully, yeah, we, we haven't we didn't, we didn't see shitty movies. Yeah, man. Next week gonna be number sunshine and rainbows. That's it. 
Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Happy November the 5th. There you go. Yeah, Guy Fox Day. We haven't recorded on that day, so yeah. Uh, until then, it's Leroy. This is Eli. And remember, remember the 5th of November. Like my infinite thought, like respect in the hood that can't be bought. Word up, diamonds, diamonds. Diamonds are forever, like friends that'll kill for you. Went up in a jewelry store, burglary, steal for you. Bill with you, split the diamond into ice blue. Try to try to disrespect our kinship, I don't like you. And now you X out the fam, but I'm cashing checks with Premier on this jam. Robin Leach, interviews on the beats. When we shake hands, nothing but ice on the region I teach Like the rap Reverend Ike without the perm I preach This more you need to learn, I return from my streets Gaining my wealth, training myself For corny confrontation with haters who be playing themselves Diamonds, I like my world of rap Your rhyming, <laughs> it's like a world of crap And a diamond, is like a fly-ass girl that's trapped And you can't be that with a bat Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty Or real rap songs like cream or my melody Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought Like respect in the hood that can't be bought Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty Or real rap songs like cream or my melody Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought Like yeah. respect in the hood that can't be bought Word up, diamonds 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 Diamonds, diamonds. Yeah, yeah. Pick up the pen, write down the sins, cleanse, lay the shit down, play it for friends, make a few M's, then do it again. J. Cole, who'd have thought you would have been? Rhyming with ghosts, guru flows forever like a diamond and most. Could never afford the precious shoes, that's precisely why I'm blessing you. With clear cut messages, I'm destined to invest in urban sections where depression rules. I hope to heal the destitute before I leave this vestibule. Between the heavens and the seven circles where some dead homies may be rest, I plan to resurrect a few. I press the truth against the neck of devils. Look at the youth just like a precious pet. Meant to be protected, mentally we let this Poison a western philosophy, make us sloppy We forgot we are the chosen From hip-hop to astronomy, they copy what we showed them Niggas be talking slick, but only try me over modems In person they starstruck, they hearts flutter I'm like the realest one you ever met If you don't feel this one, give it a sec Go live a little, let the years pass Experience pain, watch the tears crash Shown to the floor, hurt brings wisdom Wisdom brings a whole nother sort of understanding Diamonds only worth what we demanded uh, uh. And niggas paying top dollars once upon a time, I paid a hundred for mine, now I'm a lot smarter Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty Or real rap songs like cream or my melody Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought Like respect in the hood that can't be bought Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty Or real rap songs like cream or my melody Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought Like respect in the hood that can't be bought I rock diamonds that cut glass out of window panes Ball head slick blazing tracks when the endos flame Rocks that bling, rocks that make them jock my team Rocks that shine, rocks that keep my hand on my nine Rocks that blind, make the hard rocks drop dime One of a kind, niggas best jet from the spot when I cock mine Diamonds are like your man, you always call fam Diamonds are like your grandma, you always call ma'am Diamonds are like having the whole world in your hand 
shows I've ripped with no band. Rocking your knock, stopping your plot. It's me, ballhead slick, Duke, copping your block. For you, it's only pain. For me, it's only gain. Diamonds are like loyalty, iced out like royalty. Diamonds are like my wifey, so sweet the way she spoils me. Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty Or real rap songs like cream or my melody Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought Like respect in the hood that can't be bought Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty Or real rap songs like cream or my melody Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought Like respect in the hood that can't be bought Word up, diamonds, diamonds Like a freshly cut diamond